welcome to the Creative Podcast. I am here in the studio today. This is Michaela, and I have Alicia and Kimberly with me here again. And today we are going to talk about this idea of giving yourself permission to suck. And we're going to dive into what that means. So let me pose the question to you guys, uh, because as I sit with that phrase, uh, my initial thought is, I have no desire to suck. So why <laughs> is there value in giving yourself permission to suck? Yeah, well, the first time that I ever heard someone say that um, was actually advice given to me by my friend, who is a songwriter um, by trade. That's her job. Um, and we were in the middle, we as in, at the time, we were still Summer Hill. Mm-hmm. Now we're Ponder Worship Movement. But we were in the middle of a songwriting season. Um, I think it was when we were writing Come Awake, mm. our last release as Summer Hill. But um, I was just asking her, like, hey, we're kind of just sitting on the same spot. Do you have any songwriting advice? And her biggest advice was give yourself permission to suck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, elaborate. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, what do I don't, I don't, it's kind of like you, like, I don't, I don't know. That's scary. Uh-huh. That's scary mm-hmm. to me. I don't want to suck or I think it was like embarrassment of putting out my ideas that scared me mm-hmm. or whatever. But she said, that's exactly what you need to do because you never know if one of your ideas is the idea that can keep you moving forward or, mm-hmm. or like propel and launch this project into what it needs to be so she was like giving yourself permission to suck is giving yourself permission to work through things and maybe come out on the other end Mm. awesome yeah yeah or it could be a throwaway thing but it's out of your brain and you're moving on yeah and maybe you spark something in Mm -hmm. somebody else Mm -hmm. but without them having that courage to throw out ideas that could potentially suck Mm -hmm. you don't create momentum forward and then you don't get to the the really good stuff exactly steps forward Mm -hmm. exactly alicia what how does that statement of giving yourself permission to suck how does that land on you what does it make you think of oh school (laughs) no (laughs) It, it does in a lot of ways it makes me think of going and to college and design classes, art classes, because there's there's a few, there's actually many, many stories that come to mind with that. Because when first going into design, I just remember some of those first few classes where our professors would say, okay, we want to see, you know, you come up with 20 ideas for this project. And we'd present these like perfect, beautiful little sketches that we spent hours and hours and hours upon, you know, like they're mm-hmm. shaded and detailed and all of this. And, and our professors would just be like, okay, this is great, but you spent a whole week coming like with on these ideas when I just want ideas in mm-hmm. this stage. I don't need this perfect little drawing. I don't need you to show me your ability in this moment. What I need you to show me is can you come up with ideas? Mm-hmm. And that was a tough one to learn, but starting to get in that rhythm of just like, oh, you mean I can just draw a stick man that's like walking down the road to communicate this idea of, oh, the, I think the illustration would be, you know, this man walking and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, a couple stories that come to mind specifically, there was one project where we were illustrating in, in different creative ways, essentially the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And for that project, our professor had us come up with a hundred concepts for each sin. So that was mm-hmm. 700 
little sketches i mean it was like little one and a half inch squares that we had to draw these little thumbnails in and it was grueling and it was awful but (laughs) it was such a good exercise to get us out of the mindset of perfection like Mm. it literally is the exact same thing kimberly was just talking about just throw an idea out there like it can be the worst idea ever but fill a square yeah you know and Mm -hmm. and get past because somewhere in that 100 squares on that page is 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 the, the idea square. Yeah, yeah is the square mm-hmm. um and so that it's it's the process and i mean we're so afraid of the end result sucking right like mm-hmm. no one wants the end result to suck because we are in the business of pursuing excellence like right like we want to work hard and put forth our best but we're also still human and Mm -hmm. it like sometimes things just aren't going to work and we have to have grace for ourselves in that and um grace to allow ourselves to know that okay sometimes sometimes we're gonna fail Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be off and it's it's a tough one for sure but it's it's about facing that fear and identifying okay what what am I afraid of in this Mm -hmm. moment yeah is is key Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and it, it helps so much to get over that, like, fear of the blank page. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because it's that idea. I heard a, an author say once that she can't make things. She can only fix things. <laughs> so she has to make it broken first. Uh-huh. And then go. So it, it helps so much with the idea of getting through that first draft mm-hmm. yeah. where it's it is essentially an act of creating something that you know is a mess. You know it's a failure but you're not done (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if you stay with it and you persist and then you have something that you can um you know craft into what you what you envision it being Mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to 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 dive into the mess to Mm -hmm. um see it Mm -hmm. come out broken first which can be painful and you're like that's so far from what I envision but stay with it Yes. I, I love that you said that because I think one of my favorite things, if anyone, if anyone were to ever to open my um, not final design file, my <laughs> one that is titled whatever the name of the project slash working, uh-huh. if they open that file on the computer, I have like nightmares of if <laughs> someone else were to open one of those files because it is like looking into my brain. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is exposing and it is just like stuff everywhere. There's like one artboard, but oh, the stuff is just all over the place crate because I'm just you know playing with stuff different things Uh and but at the same time I recently just actually finished up a logo for my brother-in-law and I hadn't opened some of the early files but there was a font that I remembered playing with early on so I was like oh I'm gonna open up like the first file yeah in the whole you know project (laughs) process and it was it made me laugh, but then it also was so cool because I'm like, wow, that's where it started. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. in the moment when I was looking at that, I was like, I was digging it. Like this is pretty cool, but compared to the final yeah. project, like mm-hmm. the final logo, it's mm-hmm. just like, wow, that really sucked at the beginning. <laughs> those looked really bad and I was thinking that like those might have been it and they were nowhere near like the the finalized project but um it's fun to be able to look back and reflect on those oh yeah Mm -hmm. I I always get through it like anytime and now if I get stuck in the middle of a design project especially I almost always am telling myself you always get through it Mm -hmm. like you always do you always Mm -hmm. 
finish it and you're always usually like proud of the final mm-hmm. result so yeah. like just keep pushing through mm-hmm. keep taking those steps yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that even reminds me of just starting something brand new that you have mm-hmm. the desire to develop but um but maybe you don't have the skills yet mm-hmm. and when I first started doing the graphic design work at a church I had done one project so they were like okay we know you have the eye for this we can teach you the skills mm-hmm. and I remember the guy teaching me like how to use Photoshop and Illustrator mm-hmm. for the first time. He was just like, just, just, I was so like timid to, I don't, I want it to look good. And he's yep. like, you mm-hmm. just got to get in there and play with it. Yeah. And, you know, I made one thing and I knew it looked terrible and he like <laughs> picked it all apart, but it was like very instructive. Like mm-hmm. you want to avoid this because it does this. And, mm-hmm. um, and so being able to, you know, crank out a few things that, weren't you know even going to be used anywhere mm-hmm. initially but just like assignments like make this to to you know practice mm-hmm. um and then eventually getting over that fear of like okay this is not about it looking good this is uh, about learning and mm-hmm. allowing myself to have that learning curve and mm-hmm. then eventually feeling you know fairly confident in the level of what I was doing mm-hmm. so. yeah yeah and I think with that comes it just makes me think of are one of the biggest things I think for a lot of people but especially for me when it comes to creating and fear like where's that fear coming from is comparison Mm -hmm. it's looking at these other designers or musicians or you know singers or songwriters whatever Mm -hmm. it may be um and saying oh mine's not as good as that or I could never be like that or my Mm -hmm. voice doesn't sound like that Mm -hmm. and man that is it just kills creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you hear the famous quote of comparison is a thief of joy, mm-hmm. but also your, your creativity, your fulfillment and your just passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it just squashes it and you're like, no, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't even want to start mm-hmm. or know how to start or, mm-hmm. you know, and not having grace for ourselves in that growing process, knowing that we're not, our designs aren't just going to look at, like whatever we're comparing it to or mm-hmm. whatever it is that we're creating overnight like it's yeah. a process yeah. just mm-hmm. like our lives are a process in mm-hmm. that um in the sanctification process like we don't just instantly look perfect in like <laughs> so you know yeah totally that makes me think um be, get a little vulnerable here and expose <laughs> like my own fears um Or, you know, sometimes it's like, I feel like it's not even my fear. That's just a lie the enemy Mm. tells me. And there's that moment of it, like, catching on my spirit. And you believe it for a second. And then you're like, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, and so I had that moment a few weeks ago. I got up early in the morning uh, to, like, write my chapter a day that I'm working on. Um, And I pulled out a mug that Kimberly had given (laughs) me for my birthday that says, eat, sleep, create. Um, and I had like just the lie of the enemy was like, you don't deserve that mug. <gasps> no. <laughs> right. And it was no. just, it was a comparison of like, mm. like the enemy trying to yeah. convince me that I'm not creative, creative mm. enough for this community mm. of people. And, um, before I could jump into like writing that <laughs> chapter, I kind of journaled out a prayer and mm. like just getting myself like squared back up with God. And it was just like, mm-hmm. you know to get like get all of that out of your head yeah. and just just be present yeah and almost just like be faithful to the to the moment I was mm-hmm. like God's like I've got I put some things on your heart that you are to produce mm-hmm. just be faithful to that and mm-hmm. don't look at everything else yeah it's so crazy how 
like in that moment the the lie the enemy was putting over you was just this idea of shame mm-hmm. almost of but not it's so silly because it's like when you're able to step back and recognize it it's just like whoa but in those moments i mean you're feeling it and it yeah. hurts and it's hard yeah. and you feel exposed you know but it's mm-hmm. that idea of oh you're not you're you're not enough mm-hmm. you're you're lacking mm-hmm. or you're um not as good as whatever these people are as creative Mm -hmm. it's just it's that idea of like shame being placed on top of your identity of who you are in that moment yeah of saying like no you're not a creative when we know that no we were made you were made in the image of a creative god and it's just that creativity is all all over each and every one of us yeah um we weren't made to create the same yeah like we're all made to create something different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We all portray different aspects of the creator. So why would he make a carbon copy of all of that? Totally. There's a quote in the book called Big Magic. I can't remember the author, but she says, are you considering becoming a creative person? Too late. You already are one. To even call somebody a creative person is almost laughably redundant. Creativity is the hallmark of our species. We have the senses for it. We have the curiosity for it. We have the opposable thumbs for it. We have the rhythm for it. We have the language and the excitement and the innate connection to divinity for it. If you're alive, you're a creative person. You and I and everyone you know are descended from tens of thousands of years of makers, decorators, tinkerers, storytellers, dancers, Mm -hmm. explorers, fiddlers, drummers, builders, growers, problem solvers, and embellishers. These are our common ancestors. Sorry. Says all of which to say, you do not need a permission slip from the principal's office to live a creative life. Mm. Or if you do, worry that you need a permission slip. There, I just gave it to you. <laughs> I just wrote it on the back of an old shopping list. Consider yourself fully accredited. Now go make something. Mm. So yeah, I love that. like <laughs> that's good. Yes, kind of ties all. into what we were just creative mm-hmm. talking and- about. Yeah, to to really just be able to remove that comparison element uh-huh. and um like beauty ends up creating beauty mm-hmm. and we like it becomes a conversation when we're not like just trying to one up each other mm-hmm. but like we just enter into like bringing all of yes. us in mm-hmm. life and yeah, then like we all benefit yeah. from it. I feel like that's something I really learned um this last summer throughout summer camp mm. uh because I got the honor of being able to do one of the morning sessions at camp Mm. and there were certain weeks with the you know the amazing guest speakers we have that do Mm -hmm. all of our evening sessions where there was just like a little trepidation of like I have to like you know in a sense like share the stage with (laughs) that person (laughs) um and and Mm. what I learned without fail the ones that were like especially intimidating to me um, those ended up being some of my favorite weeks of speaking because mm. those people, um, they were so encouraging and spoke into me, yeah. but also the way they carried what they do and like the way they just like their, their authority, the authority that they had, mm-hmm. the way they listened to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. they almost like broke through a barrier I felt yeah. like and their success like are they you know just doing something well paved the way for yeah. 
me mm. to do even better on those stakes. weeks. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And so I just really was like, comparison is not a thing in mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. Like yeah. one person like excels and mm-hmm. it just paves the way for us mm-hmm. all to to join in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was really an impactful yeah. thing for me. Yeah. To be like, for it's sure. not about, you know, trying to be better or be on the same caliber mm-hmm. as anybody else. Like I get to be exactly mm-hmm. who I am, where I, where I'm at in life. I get to bring my unique mm-hmm. voice. I don't have to make it look like somebody else. Yeah. But the more that we're like after the same thing and of the mm-hmm. same heart, like it just, it ends up joining forces in a really beautiful way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And how powerful it is to turn in that comparison aspect to mm-hmm. celebration. Yeah. Like and celebrating each other and, it kind of kills that comparison thing. If I'm like, Mm. I could never speak like Michaela on Thursday mornings or Wednesday mornings. I could never do that. Like, that's so scary. But also Mm. instead of doing that and putting myself down, it's like, wow, she crushed it. Like she was Mm. able to, um, be in tune with the spirit enough to know what was going on, to change her sermons every week based on who's coming, Mm -hmm. like, and celebrating those things instead of like beating yourself up for those Mm -hmm. things. I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it, it leads to what we define as worship being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because it everything in life that we should be seeing, it should be bringing us to a place of, wow, God. Yeah. Wow, God. Like, that's awesome. And yeah. so mm-hmm. in a moment, it's like we have the choice. We can choose to compare and, like, lean into that lie mm-hmm. in those moments. Mm-hmm. Or we can choose to, like, step into a moment of worship. Yeah. of praise of yeah. celebration yeah. of how god works through and uses and inspires and mm-hmm. creates through people and it's uh one of the speakers this summer damien easter he he said something he said that we're always just one praise away from his presence yeah mm-hmm. and that has just like stuck in my mind so much throughout yeah. this whole entire summer it's like that in every moment we have a choice like God's presence is always there right mm-hmm. like we know he's with us always he doesn't leave us or forsake us even when it doesn't feel like he's there but oftentimes it is our choice to step into that presence yeah. it's yeah. it's not a um like we have to make that active decision of okay I don't not only do I just know that you're here but I'm going to choose to step into that and that's what we have the opportunity to do when we're celebrating other people's um, creativities or whatever it may be or just them as a person you know Mm -hmm. like um, we have a special opportunity in those moments should we take it and it's yeah it's it's the best thing that we can do in those Mm -hmm. moments totally how have you guys handled moments of just that that self-doubt of those those lies like practically speaking just when you find yourselves in those moments like what what does that look like for you mm-hmm. whether it be in when you're creating something or if God's calling maybe the Holy Spirit's prompting you to speak to someone or do something I don't know uh-huh. I, I'm just mm-hmm. along the lines of there's comparison but then there's that I think it can start to lead to that self doubt mm-hmm. often. Yeah. So you're asking, how do how you... does it keep you from, um, from moving forward, taking mm-hmm. steps? Oh, how do does you... it keep you from moving yeah. forward? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good question. Yeah. When back when I started singing, um, in front of people, been singing my whole life, but back when I started singing in front of people, especially with Summerhill. Um, that was in the midst of like, I mean, she still is awesome and still is like 
keep on keeping on. But Carrie Joe was like at the peak, I feel mm-hmm. like. And everyone was like, why can't you do this like Carrie Joe? Why can't you do this mm-hmm. like Carrie Joe? Why can't you do this? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not as good as her. And it just kind of like put me in this mm-hmm. sink down thing of like, mm-hmm. why am I even doing this? God, you brought me to this place. You told me you wanted me to do this. Why the heck Like, mm. are people constantly telling me to be somebody else? And so I think it goes back to what I said earlier about that. Um, you just have to remind yourself that I wasn't made to sing like Carrie Joe. Mm. I was made to sing like Kimberly Glover. Like, yeah. I was made to worship like Kimberly Glover, not yeah. like anybody else. Yeah. So I think constantly reminding yourself, finding yourself, finding the truth mm-hmm. in those lies and then exposing them by repeating the same thing over and over. Like, mm. nope, I was made to be exactly who I was made to be. God didn't make a mistake with me. Mm-hmm. He put me in this position. He gave me the authority. He gave me the skills. Do it. Like, yeah. kind of thing. Other than that, I don't know how you would get out of that um, mm. place of comparison or self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, other than finding the truth and reminding yourself of it. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. It makes me think... Um, just kind of like, how do you define success? So like, mm-hmm. as you're saying that story yeah. and put myself into, um, you know, situations where I felt similarly and the self-doubt comes when it's like, I should have achieved yeah. this by mm-hmm. this age mm-hmm. and I'm past that marker True. or, um, you know, or I should be famous if I, if I'm successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, learning that, like, like you're saying, you're just called to be you Mm -hmm. and your past looks different than the next person and like the story God has written over our lives Mm -hmm. looks different from the next person so it's so for me it's like changing that defining success from Mm -hmm. I need to be Mm -hmm. famous by the time I'm 25 yeah you know to um just being faithful to what God has put on my heart to Mm do and, you know, and, and, and that in and of itself is enough of a battle most days yeah. <laughs> to show yep. up to the thing yeah. and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's your motivation? Yeah. And remind uh, yourself of the end goal too. Yeah. I think uh, literally, Michaela, this is something you said, I think it was before summer, one of the times we were hanging out, but mm-hmm. you, you said that our job isn't to multiply the fish and the loaves, but yeah. to just bring it mm-hmm. and um let let god handle the outcome mm-hmm. you yeah. know like just continuing to be faithful like we yeah. were just called to bring bring forth our gifts and our abilities and to continue to create in whatever ways we feel like god has you know called us to create whether it's um you know painting or it's the the science that you do i don't even know terminology to explain <laughs> science stuff because i'm an artist like whatever um, yeah. or if you're an athlete whatever it may yeah. be like just bring it yeah bring it to him let him handle the outcomes because it's our plans are laughable to god anyways like I, he just has so much more in store for us than we could ever imagine and it, it's worth it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. trusting him is worth it and resting in that yeah resting in him letting him handle the mm-hmm. the outcome and yeah I, I think it's hard when you talk about success when we live in such a, a culture that is a very this is what success looks like yeah yeah you know you're you're famous you have lots of followers you make money mm-hmm. you know whatever and yeah. and it's hard it's hard for us to separate that picture that our culture has painted mm-hmm. oftentimes 
and to really focus in on God, what is, what does it look, what does success look like Mm -hmm. through the lens of what you have in store for me? Um, because I, it can be that success is just me constantly leaning into who you are Mm -hmm. and, um, raising my family or being faithful at my job, whatever it may be. And that's, success like redefining Mm -hmm. success is is tough especially Mm -hmm. when we have the world saying oh no this is what beauty looks like this is what good design looks like or this is what a good song sounds like whatever Mm -hmm. it may be um the reason behind our creating should be an overflow not to reach this standard of success yeah good and perfect and whatever yeah it makes me think of the verse that talks about like are you after man's approval mm-hmm. or God's? Mm-hmm. Um, and getting the opportunity to speak in morning chapels this summer yeah. was just really quite the learning experience mm-hmm. for me. I felt like God was speaking something directly to me every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I felt like I really took away from it was not viewing whether or not I did a good job based on how much approval I got from people. True. Mm-hmm. Like not – you know, whether it's in the moment, in the room, like yeah. sometimes a group is Physical like response. really responsive and yep. you're like, yeah, okay, uh-huh. awesome. This is working. And other times they're not, but that like, you know, it like it, you don't know what is going on spiritually yeah. and, yeah. or, you know, just the uh, encouragement that comes after or the lack thereof mm-hmm. and, you know, learning to be like, okay, even if like, in a sense, it's almost like switching it from "Did I do a good job? Do mm-hmm. people like mm-hmm. me?" to "This is this is an act of worship that yeah. I get to engage yeah. in." Yeah. And so, even if maybe it didn't go so great that day, yeah. Um, you know, maybe there were some distractions, or maybe you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, did did you show up with a heart of worship? Yeah. Or are you crushed then because you're like, mm-hmm. I'm a failure? Mm-hmm. And for me, that was a real like space to learn <laughs> that yeah. lesson. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I think one of the things for me this summer. So for for you listeners, I had a um I had an accident this summer. <laughs> you week, had a rough summer. <laughs> week two, yeah. It was it was a little bit of a rough summer, but I will spare you the long long story. But you can see pictures on my Instagram if you want to see it. But I smashed my face into the concrete. Um, I fell off of or I crashed a bike, a mountain bike. And, um, and it's a silly story in terms of how that even happened. So nothing (laughs) epic or cool was happening. It was just me being a goofball and smashing my face. But in the process of that, um, when I think of even just what you were just saying for me, there was, I had to take a couple weeks off of my job during camp. So I wasn't uh, running around taking photos and doing social media and all of that, those things. And, and then it also impacted, I mean, it impacted my whole summer essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there was a really like being physically enabled to do not just my job, but what it is. I mean, I love getting to take photos Mm -hmm. at summer camp. Like it's one of my favorite things of running around and taking photos and, and those lies of, um, I felt like a failure. Yeah. Those, those lies that, um, you have this responsibility and these things. And it was something that I enjoyed doing and I'm having to take a step back Mm. from that. 
it sucked. Like yeah. it really was hard and it's a little bit of a different take on the permission to suck thing. But mm. I feel like God had to keep telling me it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. Cause I had the kind of this standard in my head of like, this is how it's supposed to be and all of these things. And I had a, some incredible people step up and help me with photos and doing my job for me essentially, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. And me just having to release that control yeah. of, and also reevaluate my heart of where's my identity mm-hmm. lying and like where am I getting my value and my purpose and all of these things yeah. from and am I falling back into the lie of I am what I do I am mm-hmm. what I create mm-hmm. I am you know and in this moment in this season I physically can't do the things that I would normally do to the standard in which I would do them because I'm like physically impaired like, <laughs> like there's yeah. and, and everyone understands that like there was no pressure from yeah. anyone outside of my own mind mm-hmm. yeah and th- having like having to learn to have that grace for myself in a season where I physically couldn't do as much yeah was um incredibly hard and it was a season of me fighting that daily lie of like oh you're sucking you're sucking yeah. you know yeah. and and then having to be like okay in comparison of what I normally do yeah maybe I am Mm-hmm. and that's okay like I mm-hmm. having grace for myself in the yeah. midst of a, a life scenario that it did mm-hmm. it just sucked um <laughs> all around and constantly ro- coming back to our identity of I'm not what I do I'm not yeah. what I create I'm mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. and I am who who God says I am yep and that's like that has to be the what is spurring on everything that we create and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason, and it's a little ironic, but you telling that story makes me think of the imagery of winter. It's <laughs> ironic because it happened during summer camp. Um, <laughs> but during the winter, things don't bear fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go barren. And there's a stillness and a clarity mm-hmm. that comes in those times when we're not like in a season of producing a yeah. ton of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just always good to keep in mind the seasons that come and go. And sometimes mm. they're forced upon us, like with accidents that, mm-hmm. you know, are, is not what you had in mind. Yeah. And you're like, I have a job to do. And mm-hmm. it's super hard to like sit still. Um, but mm-hmm. as, as the summer went on, I know from having conversations mm-hmm. with you that, that you did enter into this space of intimacy mm-hmm. with yeah. God in being forced Mm-hmm. to um not do what you yeah. had envisioned that time looking like mm-hmm. yeah it's like when you uh, just the analogy you gave i mean made me think of if you look at a tree in the winter you might be like wow tree you're kind of sucking at being a tree right now like <laughs> yeah. you look what like a bunch you of doing? sticks you know <laughs> yeah um, but exactly like it's a season of um of growing like how growth like mm-hmm. what it looks like is just so different in each mm-hmm. season you're absolutely right and that tree is not defined by what it looks like mm-hmm. in the winter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so then you like big picture of seasons throughout our life you know to to kind of get rid of that lie that like we need to reach this level of success by this certain age and usually we think of that as like a really young age mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but to be people that like God is growing our character and he wants to entrust not just the small picture of whatever we think we want, but like mm-hmm. ultimately entrust pieces of his kingdom to mm-hmm. us for us to carry. And so to 
to be able to trust that process that God has us on and like accept the the less for seasons when you're like, mm-hmm. I want to be doing so much more, but like you don't have the opportunity or it's not it's not working out. You're not getting the, you know, acceptance letter mm-hmm. to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so to to trust that process and that. So what I've realized mm-hmm. recently um you know it's what a weird culture we live in that I'm in my early 30s and I struggle with the idea of like oh I'm like past my prime of yeah. like <laughs> you know when I should have done mm-hmm. these things um but when I look back over the you know the last decade and a half of my young adult years mm-hmm. like I I have experienced so much life so like mm-hmm. who I am as a creative as a writer as somebody who can like share the gospel mm-hmm. it like I collect all of that life experience as mm-hmm. I go and n- none of that time has been wasted. Yeah. And so I, God has a timing for each of us, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what is ours to carry. Yeah. yeah. And so there's, you know, sometimes when it's like, Oh, I, I don't have the audience that I wish mm-hmm. I had by this point. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think that it, it comes down to, trusting the fact just like you said that it is a process yeah Mm -hmm. um that it's whatever project you're working on is a process small Mm -hmm. scale you know yeah and that your life like what you're walking through right now it's it's all it's all a process Mm -hmm. and each step of the way is gonna look different it's gonna feel different and you're gonna have frustrating like moments of feel like a roadblock in the middle of your creativity or maybe a roadblock in the middle of your life like Mm -hmm. you know there's there's so many connections to just even working on a small project to what it is to to walk this life as a believer but it's Mm -hmm. it comes back to the idea of of surrender and trust and keep Mm -hmm. moving forward like keep leaning in yeah like everything that you talked about all summer long keep pressing in Mm -hmm. into the waiting coming under the covering of of who god is Mm -hmm. and um resting in him and that he has he he has a plan for you yeah and there's that sounds big picture and uber spiritual and maybe it is but they're like even when you're working on those small projects writing or um creating or maybe it's creating the structure of a new business plan or model Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be like just keep digging in keep leaning in and surrendering and trusting the process yeah and give yourself that grace and that permission that it's Mm -hmm. okay it's okay it's okay to suck like yes obviously we're pursuing excellence and we we don't want to just use that as a blanket statement so that way we don't have to work hard Mm -hmm. like it's not Mm -hmm. the permission to suck isn't a an excuse to be lazy yeah definitely not like (laughs) no um but it's it's the see your ideas through yeah 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 as you're saying that, so many verses are shooting through my head of like all the times when it's like, don't lose heart, you know, because mm-hmm. life does mm-hmm. get hard. Roadblocks come against you that you didn't see happening. Yeah. Um, but it's like that keep stay the course. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's in Galatians where it's like, uh, don't grow weary of doing good mm-hmm. for in due time you will reap if you don't give up. Yeah. Um, and it's that idea of of it's the persistent one yeah. that that mm-hmm. sees it through to the other side. Yep. Yeah. So with that being said, you listener, what, <laughs> what would really though, what would your life, your days, your time of, 
of creating or just walking through the busyness of your schedule, whatever it may be, like what, what would those things look like if, if you weren't afraid, you know, if you could um, surrender that, that fear, maybe it's fear of failure, maybe it's the fear of what other people will think, that comparison, uh, just want to challenge our hearts to be processing that on, heck, we probably need to be processing it on a daily <laughs> basis, but uh, what, what would our lives look like if we just weren't afraid? Go out there, do things. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Boom, bam. Maybe. You need Was a permission there more? slip? I'll did give that, you one on the shopping list. <laughs> did that feel like a natural end? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't want to cut us off short. Yet. No. The end. The end. Perfect.